welcome to this Property Live podcast. I'm your host, Mark Winship. I'm a professional property developer, serviced accommodation specialist, and property coach. Before I tell you all about this week's episode, I have a very special announcement to make. On the 7th of November, we will be airing our 100th episode. I can hardly believe the journey we've been on with the podcast. I feel genuinely privileged to have been able to speak to so many extraordinary people about their adventures in property and also to receive so much amazing feedback about how their stories have touched and inspired so many of our lovely listeners. I can't quite believe we're approaching 100 episodes. And to celebrate that fact and to thank you all so much for your support of the podcast, we are running a very exciting competition. The competition will run from the 7th of November when we air our 100th episode through to the 14th of November. And I will announce the winner on the podcast on the 21st of November. Now, as all our regular listeners will know, I host this podcast in association with Property Wealth System. And the winner of our centenary competition will win an amazing prize. In order to be in with the chance to win the prize, you need to do three things. Firstly, you need to follow or subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform you're listening from and leave us a review. Second, you need to like the Property Wealth System page on Facebook and we'll drop the link into the show notes. And lastly, you must tag three friends in the competition post on the Property Wealth System Facebook page, which will be pinned to the top of that page. So, Follow and review the podcast, like our Facebook page and tag three friends in our competition post. Easy. Take two minutes to do these three things and you stand the chance of winning a truly incredible prize. You could win two free tickets to the Property Wealth System three-day intensive property training program. These tickets are worth £1,000 each. So that's a total prize value of £2,000 for our lucky centenary winner. Not only that, but the inspiration and information you'll receive from the three-day intensive course has the potential to be completely life-changing, as so many of our previous and existing students will testify to. You will learn from the very best in the business about how to invest in property as a professional, how to find deals, how to raise money, and how to structure deals, as well as how to implement all of the exciting strategies that you've heard us talking about on the podcast over the past 100 episodes, including buy-to-let, trading property, serviced accommodation, HMOs, commercial, and so much more. What a truly incredible prize. But hold on one more thing. I know that a good number of our listeners are already Property Wealth System students, and we certainly haven't forgotten about you, lovely lot. If the winner of the competition is an existing Property Wealth System student, then you will be able to choose one out of five possible advanced strategy implementor courses worth £2,700. All of the competition rules and terms and conditions are in the show notes, and I can't wait to announce the winner on the podcast on the 21st of November. So on to this week's episode, and this week I'm joined by James D'Souza to reflect on the most common reasons or blocks that prevent people from making progress towards their property goals. 
In his role as a property trainer with Property Wealth System, James has introduced hundreds, if not thousands of people to the world of professional property investment. But by association, he also witnesses firsthand the blocks, reasons and excuses that prevent people from taking that important step towards changing what they know needs to be changed in their lives. Let's get straight into it. Hi, James. Welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing? Hi, Mark. I'm good, thanks. Long time no chat on this. Oh, it's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we've been leaving you to, to organise everything. Me and Caroline have sort of dipped, dipped, out, dipped out of this, which is naughty of us. You've got a lot going on, which is great. But um, but no, it's uh, it's good to catch up again. And um, we've just had a good chat, actually, uh, off air, as it were, um, and, and, and a catch up because a, a lot's changed, actually, probably since we last spoke in terms of the world has moved on. And, yeah. you know, there's um, World War Three's broken out. And uh, I was going to say a sense of normality feels like it's a uh, return. But yeah, World War Three. Yeah, that, yeah. That just energy, energy, fuel, this. So um, lot, lots, lots of reasons to lots of new reasons, I guess, or better reasons to get into property. But lots of reasons that people might have. To, to to feel um apprehensive about yeah and and i think there's there's always reasons to get into property and you know i've I said i've been in the been in the industry for 11 years now and and you know times change but the the need for housing is always still there and yeah. you know the need for additional income is always still there as well whenever we kind of seen you want to be investors that that's always yeah. the kind of the number one feature but yeah yeah lots of lots of reasons and you know we obviously have just come off the back of a of a, a three day intensive weekend, yeah. and um, you know loads of, loads of students moving forwards with their property journey. But equally, there's there's a lot that kind of not fail. I'm not going to call it fail at the first hurdle, but for whatever it stutter at the first hurdle, let's call it that. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to speak to you because um, possibly more than anyone I know, you're at the coal face of of uh, that that point where we've all been at, where we're we're deciding whether or not to take that leap, as it were, and actually decide that we're going to take. Uh, we're going to take property investment and make it our profession and our and part a big part of our future. You're 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 with people holding their hand through that process. So you will see countless people um, decide to buy the ticket, as it were, and go on and achieve amazing things, which must be really rewarding. But you also must see a lot of people who, for whatever reason, decide that it's not for them. And it would be quite interesting to get your perspective on the common reasons that people don't invest in property i guess what are the blocks because we all have we all have had them and we all do still have yeah. them. i mean the fact that you said property isn't for them for some people property just is not for them and i think they they come along to an introductory uh training and maybe they've listened to some podcasts like the idea of it yeah um and some people just go you know what this isn't for me and that's absolutely yeah. fine you know property isn't going to be for everyone and um yeah. you know there, there are other ways to create wealth property is just one avenue for that so yeah. we don't sort of drum into anybody. You have to invest in property because yeah. uh, it, it, it wouldn't. If everyone did it, then it wouldn't. It wouldn't be a viable business. Well, um, I think that's what makes you know our sort of uh, our sort of group, our community, uh, quite special and quite different. Is we're not trying to sell a dream here. We're mm-hmm. we're pretty honest about what's involved and and yeah. what and, and the hard work involved. It's not like I think some people feel like they're. Um, like buying a solution when actually what they're really doing is buying 
a system, a process. Exactly. Yeah. It's the action you take that will yield the results, you know. And we make, you know, we, we don't hide anything on, on our trainings. It, you know, yeah. you are going to have to put the work in. It's not going to fall in your lap. You have to get out there and take action. And um, some people just genuinely think, right, I'm going to buy a house and then I never have to go ever back and see that or do anything or lift a finger ever again to make a make yeah. thousand pounds a month. And you kind of go, well, it's not not quite that easy so have a a rethink and um you know i said that that's absolutely fine and and people do come along and have that realization that yeah this isn't what i was expecting it to or they just came along with the intention of thinking i just wanted to buy a house and i still just want to buy a house so i've got enough knowledge from this and i'm gonna if you love to travel like me and you understand the power in escaping the money for time exchange trap but you just don't know how to do it then building an Airbnb consultancy business could be exactly what you have been looking for. Right now in the UK, there is a completely untapped opportunity through helping struggling Airbnb hosts by turning around their underperforming properties and generating you huge commission payments in the process. We are going to teach you all of the tools and all of the techniques that we've learned over the last five years through building our very own multiple six-figure Airbnb business, arming you with everything that you need to swoop in and save the day. Minimal startup costs, zero risk, and almost unlimited potential. Sound good? Welcome to the Airbnb Consultant. Contact us through any of the channels included in the studio notes to get the conversation started. crack on and buy that one house and that's my pension or or yeah. that's a house for my kid for the future so yeah. I said every, everyone comes along to the trainings with a different reason why they've attended and, and what they're there for so yeah. I find that bit really interesting as well kind of understanding the the human psychology element of what are people coming along to look for yeah and it, is that a danger in itself though that there is the temptation that it's that whole thing. A little bit of knowledge is a dangerous thing, isn't it? Is is that actually there's only so much you you guys can cover in one day or whatever. We're never yeah. going to create property investors overnight. Um, we cram but, in a hell of a lot in three days, yeah. but as you say, it's it's not everything. It's it's far from everything. Yeah. Um, but I think you know we we cover the we cover the the basics, the foundations. We teach people how to run the numbers. We teach them how to find off market deals and. And, you know, make sure, you know, qualify letting agents and things like that. So if somebody did just want to go out and buy one property with their own savings, I feel that they'd be in a much better place to do that after a three day intensive than, yeah. you know, have doing that before. Because there are always, you know, questions, ideas that are going to pop into their head that they're going to have be able to have answered by an experienced investor. And, yeah. um, you know, just food for thought for them in terms of what they were maybe looking for yeah. as well. So. You know, and I even guess, if you just want to buy one or two, it, it, uh, it, you would be okay as long as you don't want to, you know, buy one or two in a really short space of time because they're still typically in that kind of save, save, save up, buy a house mentality. Yeah, and that might be all you need, but I guess equally mm-hmm. on the flip side of the coin, there must be people who come to events with yourself and think, right, that's brilliant. I've got everything I need to know now or enough to scale, to grow a portfolio, to go on to commercial developments or whatever it might be. And I guess we will probably yeah. never know the outcome of that. Um, but, you know. I'm not going to name any names, but we did, when we were running our uh, 3DIs online, we did have a student who, um, you know, said, thanks for the weekend. It's been amazing to the, to the support person he was, he was um, you know, speaking to over the weekend. I think I've got enough from this and I'll be able to go out and, and make it work. And 
on our very first live event after lockdown, there he was, sat back in his seat, kind of gone. I didn't quite, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm eating my words. I'm, but fair play to him, you know, coming back, realising that he didn't have enough and that he did need to still a, a leg up, so yeah. did come back. But, you know, he we had a bit of a giggle at the end and he said, you probably think I'm all right, Wally. I said, I don't, if anything. If anything, I've got a lot yeah. of respect for you because, right. you know, bit lesser people would have gone, oh, property's not for me now because I've not been able to make it work. You probably become very cynical about the whole process, just mm -hmm. more as a way of protecting themselves than anything else. Yeah. Oh, this clearly doesn't work kind of thing. Um, but what 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 else then? So what are the other common sort of... Uh, the the age-old, and it can be no matter what's going on in the world, whatever's happening, you know, I haven't got the money to do it. Um, and that's always a big one. And even when we have, because we, we cover raising money quite, you know, throughout the weekend, but very early on, we, we kind of touch on it and explain that this is how the deals are funded. It's not about what's in your bank account. Yeah. And even people will hear it and they'll kind of understand that we you raise money and that's how it works. But I think until you've done it, there's still the fear of, well, what if I can't, you know, how, how am I, how is this going to work? Is anyone going to believe in me? And that kind of, it's a combination of lack of money and lack of self-belief that kind of stop people as well. Cause they're just thinking no one's going to invest in me. Therefore there's no point in me going any further with this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I guess as well, there's um, the prospect of investing in your own education in the first place, as in, yeah. you know, there, there's a, there's a, a chunky price tag attached to that. And, and I'm sure there are some people weighing up whether or not a, can they afford to do it? B, do they want to afford to do it? Is that, is that mm. a wise investment or you know you might fall back into that camp we just spoke about of well i'm rather than spending x number of thousands on my education i could put that down as my first deposit yeah you know, i think uh, that was we, we again we've always got people in that kind of situation i've saved up money to buy my own home but it's you know the amount that i paid for my training was was the same equivalent profit as we made equity wise on our very first deal yeah. So, and, and I said, it wasn't a cheap amount, cheap, cheap sum of money, but you kind of go, well, once I've done that once, we chose to keep that one because we wanted the cash flow. But if I had said, right, I want that money back or I need to pay back somebody that I've borrowed the money from, then you could, we could have bought that, renovated it, sold it on. And then you've got your training for free from that point yeah. onwards. So yeah. again, it's, it's, uh, there is a solution to that kind of situation. And, and if you've not got the money or if you're wanting to use that money to buy your own home, I know you were filming with um, James yeah. and Andrea to, uh, today yeah. as well about another episode about, so that this yeah. one might come out after that, but yeah. you know, a lot of people by the end of the three days go, I don't want to buy my own home. I've realized my own home's a liability now. I want to buy assets. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so they've kind of, yeah, a change, a change of mindset, a change of mentality as the, as the weekend goes on. I remember my, my experience of, of, um, of making that big step and deciding to invest in our training when we we did that sort of six seven years ago um i was coming into it with a, a let's say a black mark on my credit file mm -hmm. um and i'd i'd been into my local estate agent and i'd spoken to the broker they have sat in the back room it's always the back room isn't it the the <laughs> yeah the no windows. They you've just got, you've got work, work. Work your way through everyone, and you feel like everyone's eyes are burning, yeah. burning you as you're going through the. Well, I sat with him for about half an hour, forty-five minutes, giving him my inside leg measurement and everything else, only for literally to get computer says no. Mm. So after doing all of this, you know, he pressed a button. He went, "Oh, no, uh, no, you can't have a mortgage. I'm sorry." No, in, in fact, my own mortgage lender who lent on my house um, said they wouldn't lend to me for uh, for investment purposes for seven years. Um, and so I then came into the training 
thinking, well, uh, this is all well and good, but what if they're right and I actually can't do it? And all I all I got from you know from the team at the time was, you know, there are other ways of raising finance. Um, you need to have a great power team around you. There'll be ways to sort it. And I'm like, really, you know, this is quite big. But I did decide to take the plunge, and you know, um, lo and behold, you know, got a good broker on the case who made pretty light work of that and was able to approach a lender that um, that uh, you know was able to take a view on my credit file yeah. and that's sort the of thing. And we were up and running and, and, and off we go. So it's, yeah, it's, I can understand people, you know, until it, until it happens in some ways you don't believe it. It's like we talk about angel investment, yeah. isn't it? People go, well, people really lend me tens of thousands of pounds. It's like, and the, yeah. and the whole, like you can, I know, you know, I, I get emails from students, you know, six, six months after their training going, you know, that thing you were teaching us where you buy a house for free and you add value and you re- refinance it. Yeah. It yeah. works. And yeah. you're like, well, yeah, I know it works because we do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah exactly. but it is almost that you know until you've seen it until you've done it yourself you just you don't can't always believe what you're being told and it's yeah. i think that's your brain almost kind of going well it, it's a it's a safety mechanism isn't it kind of saying that you know it might not work so just just be careful be careful it's your brain and it's maybe other people's brains as well isn't it like you must see people that are um I don't know, maybe they've got, they're surrounded by a bit of negativity towards the whole thing or, yeah. you know, partners and that sort of thing. That I, I remember having that challenge because I attended my my initial training without my wife. She was she was due to come, but she was ill. So really taking the plunge was based on her taking yeah. my word for it. Yeah, and that, that's, we always ask one of the first questions is, you know, who hasn't told somebody close to them in their life that, you know, that, that they're here on a, on a property training and, and, you know, not all hands go up, but a good sort of 30% of hands normally go up and, yeah. you know, they, people start giggling because they realize that oh, I'm not the only one that's been in yeah. that mentality, but, yeah. you know, well done for not telling somebody that you know is going to kind of pull a red light in front of you and to, to kind of. And can that be an issue? Do you sometimes it? get couples oh, in different directions and stuff? All the time. And, and it off it, I'd say more more often than not happens when, like in your situation, where one one partner is on the um, on the training and the others maybe at home for childcare issues, whatever they can't come, come or health. So one person's kind of taking the word, and and the easy option is to kind of say, you know, I'm going to go back and talk to my partner about it, and um, you know, we'll make a decision. But we kind of know from having trained, you know, tens of thousands of people that you rarely wake up one day and go, oh, today's going to be the day that I'm going to spend 20 odd grand on my property education after, you know, having that discussion when you're not in that situation. So we know that people of that mentality kind of, they often go back and they might speak to their partner, but nothing ever really gets done about it. It's kind of, you almost need to make that decision when you're in the fire. And Caroline talks a lot about the 99% versus the 1%. And, and it's we are inevitably surrounded by the 99%. And some of those will be very close to us. And, you they know, share your same surname. Yeah, share your same surname. And, and it's all out of love, right? It's not like, um, you know, they're, they're trying to, in their eyes, they're trying to save us from making a mistake or getting into property when, as they perceive it, the property market is not in a great shape or mm. whatever it might be they're trying to protect you and we're all subject to that correct it's it certainly is protection it's some sometimes it's 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 knowledge born out of lack of knowledge as well or it's kind of misinformation um yeah. because as we know there is there's never the right time to buy property there's never the wrong time to buy property as long as you're doing yeah. it in the right way and, and you know you've got systems for it so 
Because the purpose, kind of purpose of this episode is not to, uh, we're not trying to sell our training courses. No. This is not a big upsell. The, the idea is to get your perspective on these blocks because then anyone listening to this, thinking about their own property journey, will, you know, these are, these are, this is hopefully challenging your own blocks a little bit around things like who are you surrounding yourself with? You know, uh, can I afford to do this versus can you afford not to do it? Mm. You know, and I think inflation and cost of living, it must be really difficult for people at the moment. Like I don't have a lot of money, but also I don't have a lot of money, so I need to get more. How do I- <laughs> it's that kind of vicious circle, isn't it? And it asks, you know, I'll start when I've got some more disposable income, but until I've, I need to create more income to have disposable yeah. income. And it's, yeah. it's a really, and you, you know, I think in this economic uh, circle, you can really see the, the kind of rat race playing out because people will say, well, I need to work harder in my job to get the pay rise, to be able to do the thing that I want to do, to be able to escape from it. But as soon as more income comes in, the cost of living is increasing again and you're needing that money that comes in. So it can be, it can be really, really tough and, you know, to, to yeah. get started and to have that disposable income. Cause look, you know, as we discussed off air, it's not free to go to your investment area, to go and do viewings, to, you know, potentially stay overnight, to travel there, to, um, you know, for surveys and and, and fees like that up front that you might have to pay before you've actually entered into the deal. Mm. So that there can be some of these costs that you need to shoulder and and you need, you need a little bit of disposable um, income in order to, to get going with. Yeah. And I've just got off a call with Caroline. We were talking a lot about outsourcing and, um, you know, the, the the relative cost of that versus the return in terms of the amount of time that it buys me back. And um, and I think, you know, you, what we know, you and I both testament to this, is that the the age-old thing of, you, you know, you have to have money to make money, you know, we've, we've proved that that's not the case. Yeah. And so actually a lot of this is about just improving your financial IQ um, and just understanding how investment and money works as much as anything. Money does make money, but it, as we as we all know, it doesn't have to be yours. And I think, yeah, yeah. again, that's the other thing. People come into a training, and go, oh, you know, I, I want to do no money down deals, and we're kind of like, well, hold hold fire. There is no such thing as a as a deal that doesn't take a single penny. Because even yeah. if you're wanting to source a deal on, you need to you know be compliant, and that costs some money. If you're wanting to do a rent to rent, you're yeah. going to need to pay for a month's um, deposit. You're going to need to be paying a month up front. You're going to need to be providing furniture, or getting HMO license. So that's not free either. So there will always be a cost associated with doing a deal, mm. but it doesn't have to be yours. Yeah, exactly. What were some of your, what were your reservations? Do you remember? Oh, mine were, it was expensive. Um, that was, that was the big one. And I just couldn't get my, I'd never spent that amount of money on anything ever before in my life. The, so the training itself, you mean? Yeah. The train, the training itself was, was, yeah. was expensive. And I kind of thought, mm. you know, it, it's a lot of money, but mm. Then, you know, the, the person who I was having a chat with said, compared to what? Mm. And yeah. I was like, you know, compared to having to work every single day, you know, what price would you pay on not having to work mm. every single day of the rest of your life for somebody else? And you kind of go, well, I probably put that figure at a lot higher than the, the cost of the training that was in front of me. Yeah. Um, I had some self-belief challenges and issues as well. And, you know, mm. you, I, I had a wonderful trainer who I'm still in touch with and um, Mark and he he was making it seem so easy. And I was kind of going, yeah, I can do this. Yeah, I can do this. I'm really excited. I can do this. I can do this. And then all of a sudden you kind of, your confidence drops because you're kind of thinking, yeah, but the reason he can do it is because he's been doing it for, you know, 10, 12 years and he's X, Y, and Z and I'm not that, therefore I can't do it. And you kind of almost, 
talk yourself out of it. So kind of going peaks and troughs throughout the whole weekend, but but the self belief and and the trainers end up believing in you more than you believe in yourself because yeah. they've seen so many other people go through it and know that it can work that you just need to you know take their belief and, and ride with their belief until you've done it once because once you've done it once yeah. you know it's worked and you've now got that cookie yeah. cutter to go out and re- repeat and repeat and repeat and that was certainly myself and natalie we we really found that because mm. all the numbers of the deals that we were doing um, in the early days, they were all very similar, you know, kind of buying for between 40 and 55,000 pounds and getting them revalued at between kind of 70 and 85,000 pounds. That was all, they were all very similar numbers. Um, so you kind of think, well, I've, I've done one that's almost identical to this before. I can do this one. I can do this one. And, yeah. you know, there's a lot to be said for starting with one strategy and, um, you know, kind of really learning that strategy inside out instead of trying to spread yourself too thin because yeah. it will make your life a lot easier and it will give you far less headache because you're never going to be going into a, a deal in the early stages, apart from maybe the first one going, is this going to work? Yeah. But that, that experience you had with the whole self-doubt thing is is possibly one of the reasons why it is dangerous to think that just with a little bit of knowledge gained on might be a couple of days of a training course or a YouTube video or because I've read a book, um, that that is the answer to me, you know, making you know, life changing a difference in, in my life because the reality is, and I, I, you know, I've had this experience myself more recently because, you know, I'm constantly working with mentors and, and coaches and people that are either two or three steps further along the road than I am or potentially are doing a strategy that I want to get into. So I've spent some time with Assad recently and yeah. um, had exactly the same experience. So when you're in the room with Assad, inspirational guy, loads of content, loads of information, yeah, yeah, I've got this. I've got this. is amazing. I know exactly what I'm doing. And then you get home and you go, right, what do I do now? Where's Assad? Where's Assad? Why can't he help me? <laughs> what, what, what's the first thing to do again? You know, and actually that's where having that ongoing, like mention, and I've, I've continued, this has not been a one hit wonder for me. I've continually invested in my own development um, to keep pushing and to keep going. And I think that's, you know, once you get into that mindset, it's it's actually about growth, isn't it? And it's about personal development. Yeah, correct. And, and you know, the, the property, you know, gaining the property knowledge is just half of the challenge. Because if you, if yeah. you've, as you've said that, if you've not got the right mindset, then that knowledge itself isn't going to do anything for you. You need to have the, the confidence to go out there and take action and the, the kind of the self-belief that you can do it. And that comes with personal development as well. So I, before I'd been on a training, I'd never read a personal development book, didn't know they existed. Yeah. Um, it was completely new to me. And then that's kind of, you just start consuming those kind of books and on an ongoing basis as well. You kind of, you never stop growing. You never stop learning kind of new ideas, new themes. You go back and reread books that you've read maybe two, three years ago and you're taking new ideas and concepts from them. Yeah. How good have you become at predicting who's going to go on and really smash it and uh, and do really big things? Can you sort of get a sense of people's you mindset can, at the time? You can get a sense, and uh, you know, and I think that boils down to attitude as well. That re- that's yeah. why it's so important. And somebody that comes in with a with a positive attitude and with the kind of the I can do this mentality that isn't over cocky. I think there's a, there's a there's a very fine line between confidence and arrogance. Yeah, and it's and not always. Sure. 100% is it like equally yeah. I've worked with students and I've worked with them for a while where you know we've, we've really struggled to make headway and you know there's maybe been a bit of skepticism about you know whether this is going to work and all that and then suddenly I don't know what what clicked but suddenly that you know the maybe they get a little bit of success and the mindset suddenly and then the momentum just suddenly kicks in yeah. and 
suddenly they go on to smash it and you think, wow, you have changed so much in that process. The thing with property as well is you, there is a lot of work in the, in the first instance because mm. you're starting to you know, identify what is your strategy, what area you're going to be investing in, starting to build rapport with agents, starting to do off, uh, you know, direct to vendor leads in an area. And you can feel like you're putting in a hell of a lot of work, getting very little um, headway and, and you know, results in the early stages. But it's because you need to take some time and it's going to need a little bit of consistency before you start seeing the yeses start to drop. And the amount of people that then kind of, they're, they're, it's that, the picture, isn't it? The man, the little miner um, digging for a diamond and he gives up just as he's about to touch it. Yeah, it's, it's the same with people investing in property. So many people will kind of give up before they've actually hit their success. But once they've got that first yes, you know, we know from training people that they just come in like buses and it's kind of like, yes, 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 yes. And the, the estate agents, you know, they've, they've seen you um, deliver on one deal and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, we've got something else that might work for you. We've got something else that might work for you. Mm. Um, and, and you start to sort of find a surplus of deals, whereas in the early stages, it's normally like, why can't I get a deal? Mm. Um, and, and you're doing the right things most of, most of the time, but it's just time. You haven't let the time factor play into it and yeah. it, it will just, it will happen, but you need to keep it up. And for some people, I think the, there's, there's just as much value in being part of a like-minded community as from the education, the formal education side itself. And it's about, it's like you say, when people get in the room with other other investors who will have come from all sorts of different backgrounds and circumstances and what have you, but they tend to have big drivers in common. Like, I want to get more time freedom. I want to do all that. And when you start to see if maybe you you've been the black sheep in the family and you know, you're the one that's doing this radical property stuff. Suddenly you're surrounded by a lot of other like-minded people that can give you the confidence to grow within that. It's a sense of belonging as well. And you kind of think, Oh, I'm not the only one that thinks this way. I'm not the only one that wants better for me, for myself, Mm. for my family. And you kind of go, well, you know, if they deserve it too, then I deserve it as well. And it's kind of, because there is always that little, the little voice inside your head that kind of goes, am I worthy of this? Do I deserve this? You know, should I just not get my head down and, and keep doing what's got me to this point already? Um, yeah. So it's kind of breaking that mold, but seeing that I said, you're not the only one there that no. that's, that's really nice. And we, we kind of run an exercise where we get people to write down a bit about kind of their commitment, their why, why they're wanting to do this. And it's funny because you'd, I always thought it would be that people want to come along and, you know, have a million pounds you know in the bank and hundreds of properties and that kind of mentality and very rarely does anyone write down anything kind of tangible physical it's all kind of about having more time having more freedom being able to help other people and they're the kind of the the key things it's it's that kind of being able to be a bit more comfortable being able to afford maybe an extra holiday yeah it's not kind of i want to go and live in the caribbean on my own private island um so people are all you know very humble and do want better for themselves. And it's kind of, there's almost a fear of success being kind of entwined in their fear of what could go wrong. What, what are the kind of potential challenges with this as well? Yeah. So bringing this back to the, to the here and now, because, Mm. you know, it's a pretty exceptional circumstance. We've been saying that a lot in the last couple of years, but exceptional circumstances at the moment with energy prices, cost of living inflation. And so I'd imagine it's, um, there's a lot of people feeling stuck between a rock and a hard place yeah. in the sense that 
the first thing we we all tend to do quite rightly when times are tough is we reduce the the, the luxury expenditure and we retreat to our core mm. what, what we need to survive um so you could argue on one hand investing in cpd and and and, and training in a credit is is is, is a luxury that, that that maybe that's something I should be careful about investing money that I might need for my living expenses. But then on the flip side of that, the only way you're going to beat inflation, as it were, is is to actually invest in inflation busting strategies. Yeah, correct. You can't you can't beat inflation by tightening your belt because no. you know netflix and and you know costa aren't going to make you a million you know cutting those out aren't going to make you a millionaire and i think yeah. there was there was something quite recently um a politician came out and suggested that millennials and gen Zers should stop you know cut their netflix and cut their coffee and cut their avocado on toast and then they'll be able to buy their own home which is absolutely nonsense and everyone's kind of jumped on her and said you know you're so out of touch with yeah. reality and, and agreed you're not going to be able that's not going to do it but if you read any um, successful entrepreneurs book or, or, or read about their story they'll always say you know we, we ran into trouble and the only way to beat trouble is to be expanding your way out of it yeah, you exactly. don't you it, well you it's a combination you can tighten your belt to, to give yourself that little extra disposable income but then you need to use that in the right way and yeah. ex, and use that to expand your way out of trouble yeah exactly it must be frustrating for you sometimes um knowing what this process can do for people and the way it can change their lives to see people walk away. And you're like, don't you, can't you see? You, you, you know. kind of kick, you kick yourself because you, as a trainer, you always put it back onto yourself and go, what could have I done to have helped that person more? Yeah. What could have I done to have maybe opened their eyes and to given them that belief to have, you know, right. made them realize that this is something that they could do. So, you know, it, you do pull it back on yourself sometimes and, and beat yourself up kind of thinking, but, but then you've always got to remember, well, I've, I've helped at least one person, you know, I've, 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 yeah. I've helped hopefully more than just one person on, on a training event, but you know, to make a massive change and you've got to focus on those that you, you have helped and, and carry on helping them. And, yeah. you know, I, I love getting the, like, um, you know, the selfies of, of our students who have just got their keys, you know, picked up their very first set of keys with a self in front of the property. And it kind of like, yes, that because it has worked and, and, and we know it works. And it's nice to kind of see that success and, you know, yeah. being tagged in comments saying I've not I've not just bought one property as my first one. I've actually bought two, for example, we've yeah. had that one before, um, yeah. two for one. And, and it's kind of like it, it it makes it all worthwhile, basically, yeah. all, all the time and effort and the 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 kind of the, the work that you put into assisting people because it it does take it does take time it does take effort but somebody was there to do it for us and and that's why we do it for other people yeah yeah absolutely brilliant well i knew you'd bring some unique insight into that that's been really useful to get your perspective from uh, being frontline and yeah. uh, at that that difficult time and hopefully people that are listening to this um who maybe are considering whether or not property is a, a route they want to go down um, that will have helped sort of challenge some of your perceptions and, and, and maybe mindset blockers a little bit. Yeah. But also those people that have embarked on this route is that was a, a massive step that you've taken, but it is only just the first step. And Correct. now the action that you now take and the hard work and the graft you put into it is what's going to make the difference. And, I'd, I'd, you know, the, the last thing, I guess, that, you know, th there will be blocks left, right and centre. And, and the best way to overcome that is surround yourself with other positive people and to trust your gut a lot of the time as well. That's that's always going to kind of lead you in the right way. Brilliant. Thank you so much, James. Really Thanks, Mark. It. See you soon. Uh,
Catch up with you soon. Take yeah. care. Bye for Bye. now. I really enjoyed the unique insights that James had to share with us in this episode. It certainly made me reflect on the cost benefit of being involved in property. Property investment is not for everybody. It makes a huge difference to surround yourself with a community of people who are taking action and following the path that you want to walk. You could certainly do a lot worse than heading on over to the Property Wealth System community group on Facebook. It would be great to see you over there. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Please like, subscribe and review wherever you get your podcast fix. But most importantly, don't forget to enter our exciting centenary competition to win tickets to a property training event worth thousands of pounds. All of the entry information and terms and conditions are in the show notes. Thanks again for listening and I will catch you on the next episode.